The Gray Man didn't expect him to. Since the day he'd clicked free the irons around a 14-year-old Randall's chafed wrists, the boy, and later the man, had kept a tight rein on his emotions. His was a face like deep water. Devil only knew what impossible depths lay below the still dark surface. His dark... What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode. If you're not caught up yet, I will have a link to the full playlist in the video description, so check that out there. Question of the week, what fantasy series hooked you for the genre? If you stick around to the end of the episode, I'll let you know my answer, but I want to hear from you in the comments. All right, let's get down to business. Name that movie line. I'm Josh Call, and this is Last Coliseum. We should start our own religion, the spider mused. Drinking, whoring, gambling. Right there, that's three of the four faces. He'd chosen this moment when Katarina's porcelain teacup was to her lips on purpose. It had long been an odd little game of his to try and make her choke on her tea, extra points if it came squirting out of her nose. He seldom succeeded. Despite her trade, the Lady of Vice was quite sober, even severe. It was a rare thing to see her so much as crack a smile. But she had a soft spot for Braden Kingmaker, and he for her. The others could all go rot, he thought, and had said as much, more than once, to their faces. Mayhap that's why she was always sent to bring him the bad news. Her thin lips were a rigid white line when she lowered the teacup, wrinkles like hairline fractures spiderwebbed across her porcelain features. Careful. You're getting dangerously close to blasphemy. And there's the fourth, Kingmaker scoffed. The only time I'm not dangerously close to blasphemy is when I'm already long past it. He leaned over the teacups and shortbread, eyes a glitter. Think about it. We raise an army, march on Nexus, use the blood tree for a battering ram, swagger into the cathedral and take a great steaming show right. I get your point. He looked up through the canopy of greenery that was braided through the lattice overhead. The keep was a gray old man taking his afternoon piss, and over the street bustle, Braden could hear it splatter over rich and poor alike. Kat's gaze hadn't left him. Her long talons were twined around the teacup, painted the same shade of scarlet as her fiery hair. Even amid the slow ravages of age, it caught them all eventually, didn't it? Much to Braden's loathing, it had given him this two-stone knapsack slumped over his belt. She was lovely. I don't know why you're not more angry about this, he remarked. They've condemned you same as me, she shrugged. Let the church have their decrees. Vice isn't going anywhere. She flicked some invisible crumb off the rim of her teacup. Men were paying for it back when Cirrus walked, same as today. And a thousand years from now, when the world is ashes, they'll be trading crusts to rut in the rubble. He wrinkled his nose. I'm not talking about a thousand years from now. I'm talking about the crusts I'm losing today. He chomped bitterly on a piece of shortbread. Crumbs flew like sling stones in every direction. She wore a look of thin distaste. He ignored it. Hers was a face built for looks of distaste, and his was a face built to put them there. We had two more raids last night, he mumbled, more crumbs flying. Two, he nodded. One in the silvers, one by the north lift. Cloaks made off with seventy, eighty crowns between them. She didn't react. Eighty crowns was as much coin as most men made in a seven-year. 
It was also a trifle next to what any one of the brethren brought in in just a day. The spider wheeled away the flush he could feel creeping up his neck. It wasn't about the coin, it was about the principle. He could still hear the words of the decree ringing mockingly in his ears. Pugilism and all other blood sports, along with whoring and gambling, he was eager to remind Cat, as rejections of the Potter's created order henceforth shall be unequivocally declared unlawful and shall no longer be tolerated at the city on the cliff. Kingmaker scowled. You know where that gold goes, don't you? Where? For Mariel's purse and the church's coffers, he spat. It's a bloody disgrace. She took another sip from her teacup, talons clicking against the porcelain. You could talk to Shiloh, Vice mused. See if you can put in a good word with the archpriest. Get this old decree swept under the rug. The gray man glared. He'd sooner burn his empire to ash than plead for succor from any of the brethren, least of all Lord Piggy himself. Besides, he had little doubt that Shiloh had had an active hand in drafting the missive, which was now plastered on every notice board in the city. Did you lose any of your fighters? He shook his head. None of mine. Couple of stripling knock-knuckles with a double ration of courage and a half ration of wits. He shrugged. A few days in the stocks might do them some good. She was watching him closely. I hear you've got a new one making the rounds, she sniffed. Or an old one. There it was. The real reason why she'd called to meet, of course. Rumors ran through the edge like wildfire. It was only a matter of time before word got back to the rest of them. He himself hadn't believed it when he first heard the news, hadn't believed until he'd looked into the Reaper's own ugly face for himself. He played it stupid. Who? he said, bushy eyebrows knit together, head slightly cocked. No point in showing her what cards he was holding. She met the cant of his brow and looked at him expectantly. This son of none, he sneered as the name came off his tongue. She didn't say anything. Come off it, cat. You told us you killed him. I did. You don't believe me? Ask White Rose. He popped another piece of shortbread in his mouth and crunched it. I don't know who this fellow is, but he's no Haytham. Then you won't mind that Shiloh's put up fifty crowns for his head. He nodded. Randall brought him that news this morning. For painting wings on his back. Seems a mite severe. Her face was as stony as ever. And Petros is offering to double it. That did surprise him. The Lord of the Vine was ever the miserly one. He'd always find some way to pay you a penny and call it a crown. He dimly remembered how livid Petros had been, how much coin he'd lost when the Reaper hadn't taken his planned dive in the pit. Seven years aside, fifty crowns was a small price to pay for a kiss from that cold succubus revenge. A hundred crowns, Kingmaker laughed. Fetch me a crossbow, I'll track him down myself. A crease was growing on Katerina's brow. I hope you're not lying to me, Braden. His cheer faded. Double it again, he murmured. Two hundred crowns for the man with wings on his back. She raised an eyebrow. Well. We can't have ghosts running around the coppers, terrorizing the low folk, can we? That mollified her. She plucked a piece of shortbread in her talons and took a small bite. A single crumb landed unnoticed on her chin. The spider suppressed the fresh smile that was creeping to his lips. He'd won, for now at least. 
He felt a surge of hot pleasure in his loins. He loved winning. It was a feeling better than sex, better than eating, better than sweet milk. His mustachio twitched. They spoke of small things after that, religious overthrow and the like. The noonday sun was beaming down through the foliage by the time they were finished. His tea was cold. They said their goodbyes, and the Lady of Vice started toward the glass doors at the edge of the rooftop patio. Braden's man saw her coming and opened the door for her. Cat. She paused in the doorway. He was standing by the little round table with its abandoned teacups. Half a dozen empty ones between them. Do you trust me? She watched him for a long moment. Then she laughed and walked out. Randall, the spider grunted before the door swung shut. The mercenary approached. He was a head taller than Braden and then some. The glass door closed behind him. Katarina could sit idle while Shiloh and the governor's dogs tore down Braden's empire stone by stone. They'd come for her when they were through with him. Or he'd get up on his hind legs and give the bastards a bloody damned nose so they'd think twice about it. Have you found our stowaway? growled the gray man in the vulgar tongue. There was no need for secrecy with nobody present. Talking in Kadari always made his head hurt. The minute thinning of the mercenary's lips was answer enough. Brayden waved off the reply as he opened his mouth to respond. Keep looking, Randall nodded. Any word on the trade? Tracted to an inn on the hinter, the sellsword muttered. They do weddings. His accent had faded to a faint lilt over the long years of service to Brayden Kingmaker. Larkspur, he shook his head. Closer, south and west. There's a couple who runs the inn. Not sure how deep they are with the nation. Braden nodded. He'd expected the place to be remote enough to avoid nosy neighbors or wandering lawmen. It'd be that same discretion that would keep them from running to the law after Kingmaker sent his man ripping through it like a summer storm. In love and in business, the key to getting what you wanted was to exercise the right sort of pressure in the right sort of place. With the proper leverage, a man could move mountains, topple kings. Keep an eye on it. Find out what their strength is. It won't just be the two of them. Shiloh was more careful than that. Have one of your boys get a lay of the place. Braden's mustachio twitched. He ran his finger idly around the rim of his teacup. Then turn the reaper loose. He didn't react. The gray man didn't expect him to. Since the day he'd clicked free the irons around a fourteen-year-old Randall's chafed wrists, the boy, and later the man had kept a tight rein on his emotions. His was a face like deep water. Devil only knew what impossible depths lay below the still dark surface. His dark eyes flicked down. The spider frowned. What is it? Just as Randall had learned to masterfully hide what he felt, Braden had spent a lifetime learning to read the minutest change in the sellsword's expression. I do not trust the Reaper. He knows no loyalty. He drew one of the long, slightly curved Kadari daggers from his sleeve and picked at his fingernails with the razor-keen edge. Send in six of mine, he muttered, and I'll have every kin thief in there strung up like rabbits, be it two or twenty. I know you would, Kingmaker drawled, and I don't trust him either. Yet. He turned and propped his elbows on the oaken railing at the edge of the terrace. Below, the street was alive and bustling, scores of women in fine dresses half-hidden beneath parasols, men in richly patterned doublets scurrying from one shop front to the next. 
We saw a flash of crimson just before the Lady of Vice disappeared into an ornate red and black carriage. I need to see just how far Haytham will go. What he'll give up. What he can't bear to lose. There was a dangerous edge to the Grey Man's voice. If Haytham wanted Elias, he'd have to bleed for it. Wydros Basavat? Braden smirked. I haven't decided yet. What Haytham wanted was bigger than a little good-natured sabotage of a rival's smuggling line. Tossing that twit White Rose into the brawler's gnashing jaws would mean open war between the brethren. He wasn't sure he didn't want that fight, but first he had to know he'd come out on top. If the others, even Katerina, knew what secret thoughts were cresting and breaking in the spider's mind, they'd have drawn a knife across his throat without thinking twice. But if it came to that... Braden intended to cut first, cut deep. Thank you so much for listening. If you're listening on podcast, please make sure to hit subscribe and leave a five-star review. It really helps this story to reach more people. Okay, so the fantasy story that hooked me for the genre is the Redwall books. I remember getting the first Redwall book when I was maybe six or seven as a Christmas gift, and I absolutely devoured those books. I probably read 15 of them 10 times a piece until they were falling apart on me. Have you read it? Tell me in the comments and I will catch you guys next week.